Welcome to the Move With Tank podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Tancini. He is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy, a strength and conditioning coach, former college athlete, four-time CrossFit regional athlete, and a national-level Olympic weightlifter. On the show, he will cover ways for active individuals and athletes, just like you, to stay healthy and improve their performance without the need of surgery, injections, and pain medication. If you ever have any questions for Dr. Tansini, which you would like answered, send over an email or message through Instagram at drtank underscore dpt. So without further ado, here's your host, Dr. Tank. What's up, guys? Dr. Tansini, Dr. Tank here, coming at you with another uh, Move with Tank podcast. Today, John Dill's on. He's a uh, man. I've known John for what, what a decade? Almost yeah, a decade? Been at least 10 years, brother. <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, man. We first met back in the Outlaw CrossFit days, whenever you were on their team in 2012, correctly? I think that's right. I'm terrible with years and dates like that, but that sounds about right. I think it was like, what, you and was Josh Courage on that team? Courage was on the team, and that was back in the day when um, Jason Hogan, former Games athlete, and Becky Konzelman, former Games athlete, uh, was kind of in the outlaw heyday, sending people to the games, teams to regionals. Yeah. And then I specifically remember uh, meeting you and Drew Anderson and uh, Ashley at uh, regionals uh, the first year I moved back to Raleigh and opened up Super Sponte. Yeah. So, you guys were out there crushing it on the competition floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, man uh, back in the day, that was fun. And then uh, then uh, Drew actually came over and was on your team. What, in 2013 or 14? Yeah. yeah. Again, I'm terrible with the years, but around that same time, he and Ashley came over and qualified teams for regionals. I think came in sixth or seventh place. As, as a sua sponte team, and that was back in the days of young Nathaniel, Nathan Trevelyan. And he started off on the team, he was like 17, 18 years old, and then uh, eventually worked him up to regionals. I think he was in regionals, I think ninth or seventh place, somewhere in the in the top 10 there. Yeah. And then uh, moved, moved, ended up moving to Charlotte. But uh, yeah, man, the OG, triple OGs in the house. Yeah, man, man this, this is awesome, man. I've been wanting to have you on for quite some time now man like just more and more people need to know about what you guys are doing and and so, so yeah so today john is uh, the owner of uh, crossroad uh, sua sponte he has t- two locations yeah one in one in raleigh one over in durham and uh, yeah man john's been involved with uh, the outlaw way from its pretty much origin trained up uh, there with rudy nielsen and moved down here and opened up his own gyms and he's grown and done an, an amazing job with serving everybody around the triangle. So John, man, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, it's been an awesome journey, man. Meeting individuals like you, like-minded, trying to help people and keep things moving forward. And really special scenario for me in that I was in the military, three combat deployments, was in special operations unit and um, started my CrossFit journey up in Washington, DC. I was doing some private contracting there in the in the uh, Pentagon and met Rudy Nielsen and Outlaw and got involved in CrossFit there and it really helped that transition, Mike. As you know, as a CrossFit athlete, it's something you can pour your passion and your heart into and 
work out your, your aggression and your demons in a way. And that's where I fell in love with the sports. And after a few years up there, learning and studying under Rudy, partnering with him with the gym, I had the opportunity to do a quick anti-piracy contract job over the, off the coast of Africa. I don't know if you remember when the pirates were taking a lot of crews for ransom. Okay. So I got an opportunity to go over there and make some quick cash, some anti-piracy work there. And, uh, and then, you know, had that once in a lifetime time opportunity to move back here to North Raleigh, where I was actually born and raised and open up my own spot and be a part of man, hundreds, if not thousands of individuals, their own CrossFit journey and, and bring that health and wellness to them. And it's, um, it's been a dream come true, man. It's been quite the ride. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's it's awesome. So were you in third group of special forces with the army or? I was in second ranger battalion. I got okay. a captain in second ranger battalion out in um, the Seattle Tacoma area. And so okay. actually my, my CrossFit journey really started in Afghanistan. We were deployed with a group of other special operations from the Navy. I'm not supposed to say the name, but you can probably connect the dots there, but people aren't supposed to know we work together. But anyway, I was we were with those guys and just doing the traditional bodybuilding type workouts and then conditioning and, and, and calisthenics separately, right? So running separately, push-ups, pull-ups, and then just going in and lifting weight separately. And those guys were the other, guy, the other unit we were with at the time in Afghanistan when we weren't on missions. They, they were just training CrossFit. And it, it was a sell, man. One, from an ego standpoint, there's a healthy Army rivalry, Army-Navy rivalry there, right? It's like, well, if those guys are training more effectively and efficiently, we got to beat them at that. But really, it caught on really, really quickly in, that, in the special operations community because it's so functional. It's not about looking a certain way. It's not about being able to lift a certain weight. It's about being ready to, hey, can, can I run five miles with a pack on when I need to? Yeah, I can. can I, am I also strong enough to pick up my buddy when I need to and carry him off the objective? Yeah, I can. So it's that, that jack of all trades, master of none. It's like, yeah, you can win a marathon. Your, but your back breaks as soon as you put up 20 pounds on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, man. Where it really started for me was in Afghanistan, of all places. But uh, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, you would think in that community, we had a bunch of high-profile experts, but no one was really familiar with the Olympic lifts yet. I mean, I was a physical therapist, dude. That's why I love podcasts with guys like you. You understand, man. Movement is everything. Integrity yes. movement is everything. There's no gray area. You're either doing it right. You're either moving with integrity and, and, and excellence. And your body is moving forward, not just muscularly and cardiovascularly, but the, the joints are getting stronger, the ligaments are – or you're doing it even slightly wrong and you're moving in the opposite direction, right? Yeah. So that's where I started, man, putting too much weight on the bar, not just, hey, get it done kind of mentality, especially in that community. And then was lucky enough to run to a guy like Rudy when I got out and uh, found my way to Outlaw through a Marine buddy in the D.C. area. Really, really started to learn um, just how important movement was. So um, – yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that about like working with other military groups because when I was out in San Diego. Yeah. So I worked with third group down on a brag with all the uh, Thor, Thor three. If you've ever heard of Thor three, it's. I have. I have. Yeah. So I actually treated down there and had to work with a bunch of awesome dudes and girls, uh, ladies and or ladies and guys. But when I moved out to San Diego to start my practice, one of my athletes or one of my clients who was in a third group. He actually uh, dropped in to see me because he was out there briefing the other Navy. So briefing the Navy on and, like they're a special operations unit on something. I have no idea what he was briefing them on, but <laughs> honestly, I can't, 
he wasn't he wasn't gonna gonna uh, say that, but yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, but sweet man, so so you got out, met Rudy, brought on back here, and what drove you to open up uh, Sponte? It's a great question, Mike. Obviously, I was super competitive, you know, back in my heyday without law. But what really attracted me and really uh, kind of stoked my fire was that transition out of the military. Man, I, I found that same sense of camaraderie that I was that I, I brought out of the special operations community. I found it with the, my fellow CrossFit athletes. But the beautiful thing about it, instead of all being from a very similar dip, demographic, very similar backgrounds, it was it was my, my new comrades were people like Becky Consman former games athlete, passed away a few years ago. So rest in peace, Becky. But she's a soccer mom, dude. She also happened to be a former Olympic level sprint cyclist. And our paths collide, completely different life paths, complete, similar ages, but completely different experiences in life. And we were just tight, just as much comrades as, as, as anywhere else. And I got duped into the wellness CrossFit and uh, brings to your life physically and mentally but I got duped into it because of the competition and the outlet there and um, at the end of that competitive road I'm sure you experienced the same thing you for me it was I qualified for regionals as an individual back in man the, the first year it, the last year there was still a sectionals and there wasn't an open I, I qualified for regionals 2011 2011, 2011. Yeah. And 2012 was when the open and you guys met. so I qualified in 2011 went up to Ohio out in the field in the middle of nowhere to compete in in regionals I was the last guy to, to qualify in the DC area to go to regionals. And there was 60 guys up there, 63 guys, 60, 60 guys up there. So theoretically, I should have been in the, it was from three different sections. So theoretically, it was like 20 from each section. So theoretically, I should have been in the bottom three guys. And I finished right in the middle of the pack, man. 33rd, I think, is what I finished out of 60 guys. And at that moment, I was like, man, these guys are freaking animals, right? I came in 33rd after a five mile trail run and then picked up 500 pounds in an uneven field. And I was like, man, that was a great experience. I'm not going to the games right then and there. I can't, I made peace with that. Like best case scenario, I'll come back out here next year and I finished 23rd, right? And that would take a monumental effort. But at that moment, I realized, man, over the last two years, I spent training up from 2009 to 2011 when I first moved to DC and really was with a coherent program, like with Rudy and Outlaw and focusing on moving well and and challenging different metabolic pathways and all that good stuff. I was like, dude, the momentum and the mental and physical wellness that I brought to that period of my life for those two years during that transition was way more valuable than the carrot in front of the horse in terms of where I, wherever I wanted to finish in the game or not. Now, I still think those goals are great. Competitive goals are great, but what are you really getting out of it? So a lot of people kind of wash out after that. I was like, man, this is the way I want to train the rest of my life. And at that point, Rudy had brought me in as a partner up there. And I was like, man, I want to do this full time. And I want to come back to Raleigh, North Carolina, where I was born and raised with my brother and raised my two twin daughters. And so I, my goal for Open to Esponte, believe it or not, was to bring wellness to as many different people as possible. But obviously, the physical wellness that is directly transparent with working out like that. And then the mental wellness that, that comes along with being physically prepared and physically uh, fit. So th that was the goal. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, you're doing it. I mean, there's no... No better place to improve yourself physically, to improve yourself mentally, right? We've seen that around the pandemic with so, so many mental health issues, so many people having physical issues because they're not able to go to the gyms where that they need to. You know, camaraderie and community, just that that the gym brings, right, is huge because you go to the gym and maybe you don't have that outlet to like hang out with friends anymore. And then you 
go to the gym and you're like, oh, like thrown down with this person next to me who may be from a different background. You may go in your go to your class and work out next to someone who's 62 and has worked a computer desk job for their, their entire life, right? And like your hero, you are your one of the most, how do I put this, without cousin, I don't know, I'm cousin, one of the, one of the most badass groups you could uh, possibly be in, right? And then, uh, you know, through deadlifting, what, five, five, 600 pounds now? I, I um, up to 600, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, where else can you have that? Like, the, these two dichotomies or these two ends of the spectrum on, like, fitness and, like, background and to where you, you have that one place to come together to where everyone checks their ego at the door. Okay. Um, you're doing the same thing, just on different levels. And, you know, it brings, it brings people together. Right. And I love that mentality, Mike. And I love that. And what I would love to talk about to segue into that is that we've been in this fight for 10 years. And this fight, the recognition you as a physical therapist and me as a crossman over for the last 10 years now, for the last decade, we recognize, right, whether you're a former special operations or division one athlete or professional athlete, right? There's this notion that only those kind of people need to be training functionally and with intensity and, and purpose. For 10 years, we've known if you're a human being on this rock spinning around this ball of fire, you have a responsibility to yourself and the people you love to be moving with intention, right? And to be moving with intensity and volume and on some kind of physical program almost every day of the week, right? Not because you want to look good at the beach. Growing up, when we grew up training, it was like, oh, people work out that are vain, that they want to have biceps and six packs. No, you work out. Here's the reasons why you work out, right? Because you want a healthy immune system. You want mental clarity, right? You want strong bones and joints. You want a strong cardiovascular system. You want to be able to be there, not only for yourself mentally, physically, but for the people you love for as many years as possible, living as high a quality life as possible. That's why you train. And for 10 years, we've been beating that drum. When I opened to a sponte, I wasn't like, I want to train games athlete. I was like, I want to train everybody. I want everyone to experience the quality that this has brought to my life mentally and physically, right? And now with this coronavirus, right? And the recent events, it was terrible up front, but I think the real, when we look, when history looks back at all this, Mike, I think the real win is going to be like, yeah, man, for a year or so, it really effed everything up. The community, the, the economy, people's mental health, but coming out of it, it was a huge wake-up call, huge wake-up call finally for mainstream society to accept physical fitness, physical preparedness, right? Including taking care of your body with a physical therapist, eating right, training right, not just training, but the whole lifestyle, the whole nucleus yeah. around it is the responsibility of every human on this planet, not just for themselves, yes. right? That's something I learned in the special operations community. It's not competition. It's not wanting to beat people that keeps you coming back. To the it's we're wired as a tribal species, right? To not let down the people around us. And we saw that firsthand with the coronavirus, man. If everybody had been training this whole time, if everybody had been working out and been living a healthy lifestyle, we would not have had to shut things down nearly to the capacity that we did, right? Yeah. And I get it. The shutdown, I was all about it, right? I was like, absolutely, man. We got to take care of everybody. There's people that are not ready for this virus. As a global community, we are not ready for this virus. We've got to take care of the people that are really at high risk. But moving forward, now those people and all of us have a responsibility to support them and ourselves in the community to be a, a more fit, more healthy, global man. It's not just about looking good on the beach, right? That's a healthy byproduct, in my opinion. Yeah. But even if you're not into that at all, right? It's about being 
being able to not be a liability moving forward. And I think it's now that we're in the back end of this, I think it's beautiful, man. I think you, you finally see a mainstream society, people, even in the media and everything else, people adopting the idea that, look, man, sitting around and playing defense, right? Sitting around and trusting like, hey, whatever pops up, the government or the scientists or whoever are going to be able to protect me and make sure I'm all right. They're going to be able to help. It's your personal responsibility to make sure you're ready for whatever, you know, this crazy ass planet might throw at you. You know, I think it's going to be great, man. And I don't know. I'd like to know from your point of view, but we've already seen that, man. We've got a, a, a huge influx of folks getting out of the house. And I strongly encourage those people, man. If the Globo Gym isn't your thing, if a bunch of mirrors and meatheads and scales and vanity driven atmosphere, if that is your thing, great. If it gets you out of the house and gets you moving, that's 90% of the battle. But if that's not your thing and you're just looking to propagate a healthy lifestyle, I suggest people get out, find a, a quality, do your research, visit the space, talk to the coaches, check out some classes and find a quality CrossFit facility, right? And, and get involved in that because it's much more than just a gym membership. It's a community of healthy, like-minded people that those days you don't feel like going, that little extra bit of accountability, like my buddies, my comrades are going to be expecting me. That's what we're wired for to keep us going. And to- train responsibly and and adopting this idea that it's not just enough to train you got to get hooked up with a guy like like mike mike like you right in terms of again do your research find a quality physical therapist find a guy like mike who is trained as an athlete knows what it means to push the body and move and isn't going to tell you to play defense right i as a crossfit owner i love being involved with a guy like mike because I know when I'm sitting there, Mike's a, he's one of the, dude, when it comes to, to moving and exercising and pushes his bicep, so when you go to him, he's not going to tell you to go sit at home and play it safe, right? You know, is getting out and moving and, and challenging your body, is there some risk involved there? Yeah, you might break a bone. You might sprain an ankle. You might strain a ligament, right? I'm not saying that it's, there's no risk, but that risk pales in comparison. You want to talk about dangerous, Mike. You want to talk about dangerous, sit on the effing couch for the next 10 years and yes. Now you're getting your foot chopped off for diabetes. Now some little flu virus comes over from overseas. And instead of being like, screw it, I'm good. I got a viable immune system. You're, you're scared for your life to leave your freaking house. And you should have been. I have no, no beef with that. And you're looking to the federal government to come in and save the day. Look, I love this country, but I work for the federal government. I ain't, I ain't sitting around waiting for the cavalry, if you know what I mean. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, John, dude, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Dude, dude I, that was awesome. The obstacle's the way, right? So, like, uh, whenever we've got an obstacle like COVID-19, like, so many people just shut down. And, and they're like, oh, well, crap, I can't do anything. Well, no, like, like it's that it's that wake-up call that uh, you, were, you were talking about. It's, it's the obstacle in the fact that we had to shut down and the fact that we are – it's guiding us into the fact that, oh, most of America is overweight and obese. Yeah. Uh, oh, our, our lifestyle stinks as a whole. Like uh, we don't eat the right foods. We're not exercising. We're overweight. We're not sleeping. We're constantly medicating ourselves with different kinds of stimulants and uh, sleeping pills. Right. So it's just this vicious cycle, and it's COVID nineteen made us made a lot of us step back uh, and say, "Whoa, what are we doing? How can we get more healthy?" Because we all know, like, like me, me and you, we've known this for, for years. I remember 
back at the uh, very start of the pandemic, I put out a post on uh, Instagram. It said, it was actually an earlier podcast uh, that I did. It was like, ways to protect yourself from COVID-19. And, and I like laid out, eat well, sleep well, exercise, manage stress, right? All these things that have CrossFit gyms like yourself, like preach. And it's ways like you can make your body more robust to all these different flu viruses and COVID-19s and all these different kinds of issues that, that the American public faces. And is it going to protect you completely? No, like, like it doesn't do that. But at that same time, it gives you a much better place to start from. So your body's robust and well enough to fight anything or fight most of everything that comes at it. Uh, without needing to take these huge precautions. And man, I remember when I put out that post, like I got flack, man. Like people shot back at me, like, oh no, social distancing and wearing, wearing a mask are the ways not down to get COVID 19. And they kind of missed the point of the whole like post I was trying to make, right? It was like, okay, get involved. Get involved with somebody like you, like yourself, who's, who has a leader and, and you're the primary care. Like you, the healthcare in, in America is broken, and which is why. One of the reasons why I opened up my own practice up because like the American healthcare system's crap. It's broken. It's sick care, right? So like they don't, they just want to give you a few pills, tell, tell you to sit at home and tell you to just play it safe and don't use your body. But here, let's hand you all these pills that you're going to need to take for the rest of your life just to stay healthy. And no, how about we, we start putting fitness first and how about we, we, we start instead of looking at gym owners like yourself and coaches and trainers, instead of looking at these people as like the lowest ring on the totem pole, how about taking and making them like the initial entry point to the healthcare system? And how about let's make sure that everyone has access to, to a, a place like yours. Let's, yeah, man, let's make sure that like we can, which one, we, we can get people in these gyms because you guys get in contact with the general public every single day. So if there's a orthopedic problem, say there's a stress problem, say, say there's a sleep problem, right? You guys are the first ones that can take the cut at, hey, let's try fixing these lifestyle choices so that you don't have to go to the doctor. Right. Which right. is- I love it, man. And I think the time is right. I mean, I know it's like we're preaching to the choir, kind of patting ourselves in the back, but the, the reality is, man, and I know you agree, like the time is right, it's past due, it's time for an absolute revolution when it comes to how we treat wellness in this yes. country. The word is wellness. Like you said, not sick care, right? The doctor, the hospital, medication should be the last line resort. Should be like, hey, I've worked with a guy like John. I've worked with a guy like Mike. I've led this. Now there's nothing else. That 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 whole arena has its, its area, right? Those doctors yeah. have a wealth of information, surgeons, et cetera, but it should be the last line defense, man. And the old saying, an ounce of prevention, working with guys like you and I and living a healthy lifestyle is worth a pound of cure, man. Don't build more hospitals. Let's build more playgrounds. Let's build more. Yeah. And playgrounds for adults are gyms. And in my opinion, should be CrossFit gyms. Working out should be fun, dude. It should be adult recess. But you know why you everybody was so healthy as a kid? Because the best hour of your day the best hour of 99, I asked my daughter, I have two 20-year-old daughters every day when I pick them up from school. I say, hey, what was the worst part of your day today? What was the best? Do 90% of the time, sometimes it's science or art, 90% of the time, recess. 90% of the time. I've, done, I've, I've analyzed the data, right? <laughs> and then sometimes yes. 
we screw that up, man, and it becomes work. It's not, it should be fun, dude. Now, part of fun is knowing that you're moving your body correctly, right? And knowing that you're doing something that's working. That's why you come to guys like us, right? Yes. That's why. It, but here's, here's my other thing, Mike. There's this stigma around people that are overweight, people that are out of shape, people that have never worked out in their lives, that it's somehow on them. It's not, dude. We're, it's not on them. They've been done a disservice by, this, by society. They've been done a disservice by, by the current healthcare system and the way we treat wellness, right? And we're a global community. And, 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 and in this country, is obesity a problem? Yeah, and it's everybody's problem. Those people deserve and should expect our help, right? And by ours, I mean everyone's, right? If you yeah. see someone that needs fitness, you should encourage them. You should be positive, right? Because the, the, let's be honest, man, the traditional Globo-style gym, Gold's gym-type model is not a welcoming place. No. Not for guys like you and I, it's no problem, man. But for the general public, for people who never worked out, it's not a welcoming place, right? And we all have those responsibilities as a community to welcome at the cross the community is the, is the opposite of that spectrum. At a good gym, at a gym that is doing it right, th- those people should be encouraged and welcomed and high five and smiles. And I'll tell you who I have. I have more respect. I have the, the most respect, way more respect for someone that's extremely overweight. And the, the fear that that person has to experience walking into a gym like mine or another CrossFit gym is unimaginable, right? The anxiety. Yeah. When they take that step, they've done their part, dude. They've done a monumental thing that most humans are not capable of doing courage wise. And as soon as they cross that threshold, they should be met with support. High fives. Glad you're here. Awesome that you made it. Right. And let's get to work and let's start taking care of each other and and encouraging each other the the way that we should. Right. And when those people show up to a physical therapist or a doctor, they deserve to show up to a guy like you. That's, you know, how many people, man? Oh, you know, it's not going to be a linear path for those guys or for any human. And they deserve to show up to a physical therapist, to a healthcare professional like you. That's like, Oh, you strain this, cool. Here's what we're going to do to keep you moving. Maybe a couple yeah. days off. Here's some stretches. Here's some supporting exercises. Take this information. Take these movements that I'm showing you. Bring them to your CrossFit gym. Bring them to your coaches. They will yeah. help implement that. Don't stop because you strain something or you tweak something. I don't know how many times I've had athlete. Where you been the last two months, man? I, I tweak my wrist. Your wrist. Dude, and, and I can relate to that, man. I've had two full hip replacements in the last year. Full hip replacements. My hips, Mike, have been jacked, have been non-existent. Like, the, the doctor took one look at my x-ray when I finally went in. It was like, I was like, something doesn't feel quite right. Said, okay, we'll see what's going on. Uh, maybe we'll do some kind of, like, resurfacing, whatever. He took one look at, at my hip and looked at me. He's like, dude, how are you even standing there right now? You have no hip. You need to pull. And the answer was, because when I started to experience pain and discomfort, I didn't stop. I've been going to a physical therapist at least once a week for the last 10 years. And he helped m- mitigate and, and maintain. And saw people like, oh, you shouldn't have been doing that. That whole time I was still experiencing a pretty high quality life. I was dealing with some pain, but I built the muscle tone and, and structure and compensation around that joint to get as many years as I could out of that joint. So that now that I have a replacement, I'm good for the next 40 years, man. 40 years old. So I'm sitting pretty. And I know there's a lot of people out there like, oh, well, yeah, John, that's why I don't work out. That's why I don't lift weights because that's what destroyed your hips. No, I destroyed my hips jumping out of airplanes. And you're not the first person that I know. I, dude, it was a, just the impact of, of a landing. It's like you guys as military, you know, the special operations soldiers, like you guys trash your body. The fact that you're in such good shape now, years later, is a testament to what you're doing. 
And it's a to, testament uh, to what you're doing because I did not do that alone. I brought the intensity and the willpower to the gym. And then I worked with my physical therapist. It, like I said, dude, for the last 10 years, at least once a week, I went to see a chiropractor, a movement specialist, right? Everyone should be treating their body like you're a professional athlete. Professional athletes spend thousands and thousands of dollars every year to take care of their bodies, right? So I know not everyone has that kind of cash, but any extra cash you have, there's no better investment than putting it into your body. And to me, Mike, what's even a bigger testament to the lifestyle that we're propagating isn't only that I made it that long with essentially no hips. I deadlifted 600 pounds and squatted 500 pounds and bench pressed 400 pounds with no freaking hips, dude. It's yeah. the same time frame, right? Now, I'm not trying to chase those numbers anymore. I'm 42. I'm just trying to live a high quality life. But what's even a bigger testament to that time period is not only did I, I make it through that time period and live in a pretty high quality of, of life, but on the other side, when I had the replacements, I was back in the gym in four days. I wasn't breaking any world records, but I was on the assault bike, right? Like two months out of the last replacement, and I'm already squatting again. I'm good. Yeah, I'm scaling the workouts. I barely skipped a beat because my body was – and the healing, the recovery, it was intense. Don't get me wrong. They saw the top of your femur off. Yeah. And a, a titanium ceramic hybrid joint down into your femur. It was intense. But I bounced back, man. I, I was in physical therapy four days later, right? Four days. I, was, I had a little cane or whatever. And um, now to see me walking around for, you know, two months after the second one, eight months after the first one, you would never know, dude. You would never know. And that doesn't always go that way with people that are going into surgeries and stuff like that who haven't. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, in, in the better off or the, the more fit and the more robust you are going in, the better you're going to be on that backside. Right. And, and maybe not, it's not as something as intense as a full hip replacement. But we all know, dude, anybody that's at least past their mid-20s, probably before, life's going to throw something at you. It might be. Might not be a hip replacement. It might not be intense, but it's gonna be it's gonna be something, right? And it doesn't matter if it's a virus or a hip or a shoulder or a heart. There's gonna be something, man, that your body's gonna have to fight and work through. And training it every day is what's putting the hay in the barn to give it the capability of doing that. Training it every day, seeing a guy like you every week, treating it like an ongoing process, not just like oh, now something's wrong. Let's throw everything but the kitchen sink about it. And and that's what the current health system is. So society has done us a disservice by saying, hey, only vain bodybuilding fitness model type people need to be working out. All these influencers and shit on Instagram is trash. It's junk food, man, right? What fitness is for is every single human being. And the other disservice is like you said, it's like, oh, well, you wait till you get sick and you go to the doctor and you, and you throw medicine at it. You throw pills at it. Look, I'm all about medicine and pills, but it's after everything else hasn't worked, right? Yes. Not show up like, oh, you're in pain? Here's a freaking opioid that's highly addictive to mask the yes. symptoms. No, let's get with a guy like Mike and figure out where the pain is coming from in the first place, you know? Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, I don't fire, man, but I get fired up. <laughs> oh, dude, me, me and you could probably talk for hours on, on this. <laughs> I, I do. Like, we were such, and man, I hope everyone listening uh, to this right now uh, you can see like how passionate. John is about helping people and like doing it the right way yeah. and, and about treating your body every day and making sure that you're doing the daily steps every day and surrounding yourself with people that aren't there to put you down, aren't there to think, to think bad of you. They're, they're there to help you. They're, they're there to ease you along that journey, guide you, go with you so that like you can be better for others, which is 
the name of the game, right? So like we are one little speck on this earth and, and one little speck in time. And like, we're here for the people around us, you right. know, like whether it's your daughters, whether it's my son, my wife, right? The people in your gym, the people that I serve, people that uh, you serve, right? So if someone out there listening uh, to this right now and they're like, man, I got to go check out John. I got to go to uh, uh, Sua, drop in there, learn, learn more about what they got going on. How, how can someone find you? That's great. Great question, Mike. Thanks for bringing that up. So we're on, online, CrossFitSuaSponte.com. You can set up a complimentary session there. Anyone out there, any anybody listening to this podcast, just mention this podcast and we'll give you a complimentary week, a whole week to just no sales pitch. Come enjoy it. See how you like it. Right. And the location wise is one in North Raleigh, Falls the News Road behind the Chick-fil-A across from North Ridge Shopping Center. Everybody knows where Chick-fil-A is at. <laughs> in North yeah. Raleigh, the Home Goods and TJ Maxx. You can stop in. You can give us a call. You can sign up online. You can just show up. Right. We have an Instagram presence. Mention this podcast with Dr. Tansini. Right. And we'll, get, we'll give you a complimentary week to check it out. And in, and in Durham, it's in the South Point Durham area of Highway 54 East, Hope Valley Commons Shopping Center. A standalone building in there behind the Dunkin' Donuts. I know y'all know where that's at in the, the, <laughs> the Harris Teeter. Same thing there, man. Our head coach in Durham is, is a young lady named Sierra. She's a freaking rock star. She's going to meet you with open arms and a huge smile and a lot of passion. And our head coach in, in North Raleigh is a young man named Kanoa, who's also a freaking man. And same thing. And I give you my word, there'll be no sales pitch. There'll be no pressure. There will be positivity. There will be open arms. And we, we, we will help guide you. And listen, I want to dispel this myth every chance I get, especially on a podcast like this with someone as awesome as Mike, right? CrossFit, fitness, wellness, treating your body like you're a professional athlete is for everyone. So I don't care how old you are. I don't care how what kind of shape you're already in, right? If you have the physical capacity to cross that threshold, come in and we got your back. We will help you. We owe you that right? As, as a, a, a global community. And I give you my word, you will we'll help feed you with that motivation, man. And it's look, if you haven't been in the gym ever, or if you've, it's been years and years, everybody falls down, dude. Everybody gets knocked down. Every single human on the planet, right? It's okay to get knocked down. It's okay to have been inactive. It's not okay to stay there. Stand back up, stand up, get to the gym and we'll help you out. So. Absolutely, man. Hey, hey I'll make sure to put all your contact info, everything you just mentioned in the in the notes of the show. Make sure to guide guide people. Uh, but John, thank you so much for coming on, man. I know uh, you got a roll. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Dr. Tancini or Dr. Tank, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, Dr. Tank. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs>
If you're not following me yet on social media, find me on Instagram at drtank underscore dpt and on Facebook at ground to overhead physical therapy. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you guys here again next time on the Move With Tank podcast.